At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the Los Angeles CityCast with Danielle Alvari, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome in to the Los Angeles CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Danielle Alvari. Very excited for today's crossover pod. Today, uh, we can expect to see some Will Hill. It's a Will Hill sighting, host of the New York CityCast. Lots to break down with him because it is March. March Madness is here. Conference tournament time is here. I know that he's very excited about that. And, of course, Lakers and Clippers also going on. That's actually why we're doing the crossover because the Clippers played the Knicks on Sunday night. And if you missed it, you should be really grateful because it was a dumpster fire for the Clippers. It was completely inexplicable. And we'll see how Will feels about this because I'm interested to see what his thoughts are on the Knicks after their commanding win. Uh, over the Clippers. But before we get into any of that, let's look at some of the local LA lines on the Bet River Sportsbook. We look at the Lakers who are playing Monday, Lakers at the Spurs. Lakers are a three point dog here. Uh, money line plus 120 versus the Spurs. I can't believe how far the mighty have fallen with this Lakers team. I've talked extensively just recently uh, on different shows of the network, uh, network being VSIN, of course, the Vegas Stats and Information Network, also known as the Sports Betting Network, about this Lakers team and the situation that they're in. And it's a situation ship, let me just say. Like, it is really, 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 really terrible to see how everything went so awry for them, right? I mean, first out last season, and then they make this Russell Westbrook trade, and it's an absolute disaster, and he's so expensive, and they can't get rid of the contract. And Anthony Davis is in and out of games. He's missed 24 games at this point. LeBron's missed 17. He's having to carry this team like he's Atlas. It's just, it's really terrible. Uh, all of that to say, let's look at the other lines, obviously. Pac-12 tournament kicks off on Wednesday. Arizona is even money to win it, so plus 100. UCLA is plus 175. Oregon, 8-1. to USC, 9-1. to Washington State at 18-1. to Colorado, 38-1 to on Bat Rivers. Arizona State at 40-1. to I'm going to just stop there. I mean, it gets 50-1 to and longer from there. But... I did go on uh, Betting the Bracket, which is a show on VSIN on Sunday nights. Um, I'm sure they'll have it more throughout March, but Greg Peterson was hosting, and you may know him as Hoops Peterson. He bets every college basketball game side and total. He's incredibly, does really, really great detailed work. We talked about the Pac 12 tournament. It's these top teams here, right? It's Arizona, it's UCLA. Oregon being 8 to 1 is surprising to me still because of their just collapse at the end of last week. Um, 
and USC at nine to one. So really it's, it's these top four or so teams that we're looking at here probably to win this. But if you'll remember, Oregon state won it last year, which was very out of the blue. So if there's a team that could run it up, I tried to make a case for it with Greg. And for me, there was a lot of reasons that it wasn't these other teams, right? Colorado. Yes, they beat Arizona, but Arizona is not going to let that happen again. And Colorado would also have to get through a UCLA or a USC. I don't think they're able to do both those things. And then Washington state, 18 to one, kind of interesting, but I just don't see the path for them either. Greg brought up Arizona state. He said, maybe they could be a little bit shocking. They are at 40 to one. So if you're an Arizona state fan, that's the only person I could encourage to possibly sprinkle a little bit of money on that long shot. Otherwise you're really looking at these top teams, Arizona, UCLA, USC. And if you want to consider Oregon right now, I, I wouldn't because of the state of things that said, remember how UCLA looked at the end of last season. And then they were able to go on that crazy first four to the final four runs. So it's March, which means anything can happen. And speaking of anything can happen next up, let's bring in uh, Will Hill. It's here's my conversation with Will about all of the things going on in the NBA and beyond. Now we welcome in Will Hill, host of the New York City cast, uh, also sponsored by Play Sugar House or Bet Rivers. It depends how you look at it, I guess. And I'm, of course, Danielle Alvari, host of the Los Angeles City cast. Will, how are you doing? I'm good, Danielle. I never identify myself anymore in my pods. Maybe I need to start doing that, but I feel like if people downloaded the pod, they know who they're listening to. But I don't know. You're better at this than I am, I guess. I just, you know, I work in media for a long time. I'm used to repeating my name a million times. And people still say, hey, you, at games. Uh, there you go. Nevertheless, speaking of games, did you have action on this Knicks-Clippers game on Sunday night? Because it did not go according to what I thought was going to happen. Let me just say that. Uh, I did not. I did not. I, I thought the line was a little high. Uh, the Clippers, you know, it, it's amazing. Ty Lue, he's not going to win coach of the year. I don't even know if we'll get votes. But to me, he's done as good a job as anybody with no Kawhi, basically yes. no no Paul George for, what, two months. To have them 34 and 31, I guess they're 34 and 32 now. Uh, I've been impressed with them. The Knicks, I mean, I guess you can say they were due to win one. I mean, they've been in kind of all these games, even though they haven't won it forever. So, uh, I wasn't too interested in it. I'm, you know, I'm really into college basketball. I love conference tournament week. So I've been into college basketball all weekend. I'm just exhausted from game after game after game. And there's only more to come. So to answer your question, I had nothing on it. Uh, the Knicks finally win a game and it's funny. Um, you know, I do this every day. I bet every day. I you know, follow these games as much as anyone. I swear, if you asked me, if you said, hey, here's $10 million. When's the last time the Knicks won a game? I could not have told you. I had to look it up. It was Golden State on February 10th. Uh, that's how long it's been. Oh, just about a month. Yeah, they lost seven straight and 17 of their last 20. Not good. I just looked it up. That's not good. Yeah. Which you can understand why then I wanted to be on the Clippers for this game. The Clippers were opened at four-point favorites. It got up to five and a half before game time. I didn't want a five and a half, so I was like, I'm going to bet this in-game. You know how indecisive I am. And I get this early. I get Clippers minus two and a half and does not matter at all because it's an absolute train wreck the whole game. They're behind by 20, like more than half of the game. None of their shots are falling in. It's There was like a whole stretch in the second quarter. Did you see this? In the second quarter where the Clippers just could not get a bucket and I think they were of 16 at one point yeah and i have friends of mine that are knicks fans and people on twitter saying now's the time to live bet the clippers because the knicks in this losing streak have been infamous for blowing big leads it's funny the last four times they've had a 15 point lead they've blown every single game uh they were up 15 against philly the other night getting 10 and a half they didn't cover that 
Last Sunday, they were plus nine or so against Philly. They're up three in the fourth quarter, like middle of the fourth quarter, didn't cover. So they've just collapsed. And then Friday night against Phoenix, they collapsed. So I'm sure people were kind of anticipating, hey, a Clippers comeback, another Knicks meltdown. And I don't know how mm-hmm. close the Clippers got it to what, 10, 12, something like that, end of the third. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw like 80, I think it was 80, 68 after three. So you're thinking maybe there was a chance, but uh didn't happen. Didn't happen. This Clippers team really isn't very talented. It's just kind of a testament to uh, to the job Lou's done. Because this tip, you look at the Clipper team. I mean, it's Amir Coffee. It's a bunch of guys that uh, they fight kinda, hard. Yeah, they do. They kind of piece it together. Lou's a really good coach. I think an underrated coach. I think the other team in LA went a little cheap when they were looking to hire a coach. If you remember a couple of years ago, uh, they didn't want to go the extra couple million bucks for Lou. Lou wanted the extra money. He said, "Hey." Look, I've won a championship before. I want a little, a little extra money. Lakers didn't want to give it to him. That was probably a mistake. He, he's done a good job. It's funny because uh, I have under 46 and a half wins for the Clippers. And I'm not sweating it, but the fact that I even have to check it, you know, with George being hurt, with Kawhi being hurt, the fact that I even have to worry about it a little bit uh, is, is annoying because I think they need to go, I don't know, 12 and 5, something like that. I should get there. But the fact that they're even pushing with no George and no Leonard is really impressive. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's when you look at this, right? They're missing the two of their best their players. And what's the Lakers' excuse at that point? Because, yeah, you're missing Anthony Davis has missed, what, 24 games? LeBron missed 17 so far. Um, and yet they can't figure it out. So that just goes to show you that are the Clippers the better role players in this situation? Yeah, or they just been sure. able to put it together? Or how much of that is Ty Lue? But both, whatever probably. it is. Yeah, a little of both, yeah. I think. Yeah, whatever it is, I don't know what this game versus the Knicks was. It was. I, it makes me wish I was focusing on college basketball. It's funny because I said yes to going on some shows today. I knew I was going to talk Lakers and Clippers with JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. So I knew I was going to talk about that today, so I thought I'm going to bet on this game because I'm already going to be researching it. And then I was also going to hop on with Greg Peterson and talk about all of the college basketball tournaments this week. WCC is one I like to bet because I grew up watching Gonzaga in my house. And then, of course, the Pac-12 tournament beginning on Wednesday. And as I was preparing for all this, I was like, man, there's so much going on with college basketball. I just want to be looking at this stuff. And I really wish I was because the Clippers just really uncharacteristic in this game. The defense didn't even look like it was there either. So I was going to just ask you because I thought I thought the Knicks were hot garbage. So I want answers. What happened? Uh, I think I think you're still right there. I don't know if you've seen Major League okay. or Major League 2. Have you seen those? That there, There's so many things. You're just Please, no audience. more things to my watch list. Well, please, I haven't I haven't even gotten to the Sopranos. Just please. It's a, it's, a, it's a comedy. It's about a baseball team. Anyway, they're bad. The manager walks in and says, we won a game today. We win one t- tomorrow. That's two in a row. We win one the next day. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before, so uh, I think that's Tibbs' message to the Knicks that, look, we can win two in a row here. And like I said, it's been February 10th the last time. It's hard to go a month in the NBA without winning a game. I mean, they lost to the Blazers. They lost to the Thunder. Uh, in, in this league, it's hard due. to go. The, they were due. They were absolutely <laughs> due. Uh, some bad beats in the NBA today. I don't know if you saw. Did you see any of this? Uh, what, I was watching a little bit of the Celtics game, if oh, that's what you're talking about. That was the tip of the iceberg. Uh, yep. Nets plus five. They were le- leading pretty much most of the game. Don't cover. Celtics pull away. I think that that was the only time the Celtics led by six at the end when they covered. Uh, but there was more. Suns plus nine and a half. Up five with three or four minutes to go. Getting nine and a half. Lost by ten. I think a 13-1 run to end it. Uh, capped off by a Middleton garbage three. Suns, you know, take a jumper. I think Booker missed, so they lose by 10. And then the Pelicans, I want to look this up. The Pelicans had to have been up 10, 15 points in the fourth quarter. 
getting three mm-hmm. and a half. It goes to overtime and they, they get run out of the gym in overtime. So some tough ones today in the NBA. It's uh, not for the faint of heart, this business. My goodness. Well, you win some, you lose some. That's the most colloquial way I can say it. You brought the Pelicans. What do you make of this Pelicans team right now? Because I believe they're sitting in the 10th spot right now. They're one game behind the Lakers, and they're playing the best basketball they've played in a while, and it's got to be due to this new lineup. Obviously, getting CJ McCollum was huge for them. So uh, what do you kind of make of them at this point? Yeah, it's been impressive. I mean, they kind of counted them off as dead. They were like 3-16, and 16, something like that. They've actually played really well since, and that's with nothing out of Zion. I mean, nothing out of Zion. He hasn't played all year. Uh, McCollum's given him something. Ingram's turned into a hell of a player who we know, you know, from L.A. Uh, you know, he always had the potential. He's turned into a good player. Yeah, they've been feisty. I mean, I don't really expect them to do much. They'll get into a play-in, uh, probably be in that back end, the 9-10. You know, maybe they mm-hmm. beat the Lakers. and They don't defend well enough probably to win anything. Uh, maybe if they got Zion back, they could be frisky. I don't expect him to come back. But, yeah, it's been even impressive. Even if he does. Yeah, even if he – well, if he does, yeah. It would at least make it interesting, but I don't think they defend well enough to really do anything. Yeah. I mean, and the big question now has been, at least in terms of the Lakers, are they going to actually make the playoffs? Because, yeah, the plan seems almost inevitable. But even at that point, what are they playing for? What is LeBron playing for at this point? Because this is not a championship-level Lakers team at all. Anthony Davis is still out of the mix. And even when he's in the mix, this is not a team that seems like they're winning. And it kind of seems like, what is the media uh, like headline kind of been that this team is just like falling apart already, like morale-wise? So... I don't know what you're playing for at that point because this is not a team that's going to win a championship. Yeah, Van Gundy was on the, the ABC uh, call last night, and he put it well. He's mm-hmm. like, look, this is just a bad roster. They're old. They're small. They're slow. You name it. Without Davis, they're just bad. And Hey, even with Davis, like you said, they've been bad. They are garbage. They are complete. The roster is just awful. Having said that, now, I don't know if they can find their way into a playoff series, but I just have so much respect for LeBron. If you give me a series, let's say it's Suns-Lakers in the first round, which, again, there are no guarantee to get there. If it's Suns-Lakers in the first round and Davis is healthy, I just ha- I'm just i conditioned to think LeBron can at least take that six or seven games. Just It's LeBron. We saw what he did last night. He scored 56 points. I mean, he's 37 years old scoring 56. Now, again, they're not a championship team. But it's team. a series. He can't do 56 points for a whole series, you know? I know, but if you're the other team, if you're the Suns and you're the one seed and they somehow sneak into the eighth, you really want to have to deal with LeBron. LeBron can just take over a game and kind of pick you apart. Uh, Again, they're probably not going to beat anybody, but that's just, he's still LeBron. If you get Davis healthy, they could be annoying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I think what's been really annoying, too, for me in terms of the Lakers is I've been trying to tiptoe into betting more NBA props, which is not something that I do very frequently. And I just started doing a little bit with the Clippers, which is very hard because they do everything by committee. But with the Lakers, it's like you can't even bet a LeBron prop because it's getting out of control because he he is the team at this point. Oh, I got to get you. I got to start including in some of these texts. Me, me and the boys had a nice one tonight. Scotty Barnes, he got announced he was going to play point guard tonight. And his over, they were slow to move the over on his assists. His assists were three and a half. So we sweated that out. Uh, he got the six. I got. We got to start including you. They they leave. You know they leave some of these up there. They give you some treats once in a while. Like uh, I know Giddy got hurt for OKC a week or two ago, and Alexander Props didn't move. So sometimes you get some treats with these. I have to include you on some of these. Yeah, that's good because sometimes like I go to the grocery store, I do other things with my life, so it's sometimes I miss things. Um, but yeah, uh, this Lakers team overall just. Are you a that's Whole nice Foods? You- I, I feel like you're Whole Foods. I could I could see that. I don't know why. You know what's really annoying is I actually go to like four different grocery stores for different things. Unfortunately, I run out of them at different paces. 
Um, but it's it's a pain in the butt. It's a pain in the butt. I do feel like I go to Whole Foods the most, but only because it's the closest to me. On one trip? So you'll make four stops on one trip, or this is just No, no, you got to break you it up. Can't go to four grocery stores in a day. You'd kill yourself. Okay. You can't do that. But why four? <laughs> because they have different – They like, they all have something that the other ones don't have. Let's hear it. What what do the ones have? <laughs> this is probably more interesting than Nick's Clippers. What does one it's have not, versus another not, not have? It's not. It's going to make me sound so obnoxious and so like, yes, that person lives in L.A. is what it's going to make me sound Let's hear it. Come like. on. You can't not deliver now. Let's. There's just like there's vegan food that they don't have at certain places. And so like I and to be clear, I'm not vegan, but I eat plant based, whatever that is. Right. Um, and so I have to go to different stores for different things I like. And I'm kind of a picky eater, too. So give me one, sp one specific. We need one specific. I think my audience is really fascinated by this one specific that. There's... I go to this for that store. I don't go to this for that. You store. just I'm want not... your audience to hate me. I'm not letting I... you off the hook for this one. If I mean, if anybody could hate me for this, it'd be a New York audience. Maybe there is a cashew milk that I can only get Are you guys at this, this? Oh co-op market. It's it's local. I'm shopping local. I'm supporting local farmers. Cashew. Can milk? Can I get any credit here? It's cashew milk. Yeah, it's cashew milk. I've never heard of that. What is what is cashew milk? Oh God! It's like a on the thickness scale. I would say it falls between almond and oat. Does that help you out? It doesn't, but I can play along and pretend that it does. So it's it's a medium thickness milk. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, medium medium thickness. Medium thickness. medium richness. Oh, we have gotten way off the rails. It's probably my fault. I led you in this direction. Uh, I don't even know how we how did we you get asked here? for this. Uh, we wanted to talk about milk instead of the Lakers. I guess we did. That's where we're at. That's that's did. where we're at with the Lakers is milk is more interesting. So, yeah. I'm, you know what I'm actually really excited for, too? I know this is a little bit off, but WNBA season is right around the corner as well. It's two months away, but I know by the time March is going to – I'm going to blink and March is going to be over, so I'm really excited for that, too. Look, but, if there's no baseball, you're going to you're gonna have to uh, give me a little oh refresher course on these is WNBA Is there going to be teams. no baseball? Nah, they'll figure it out. There's too much money to lose to not figure it out. They're going to dig their heels yeah. in. They're gonna. It, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to – I don't think we're like, you know, it's not going to happen overnight or next week. I don't know. The day I'm thinking May 15th again, what the hell do I know? I'm just thinking as long as we get it May 15th, we'll be fine. We'll, you know, we'll have playoffs until then. We'll have the draft. We'll have, you know, the Masters, NCAA tournament. We can all live until May. Hey, this time two years ago, it started to happen with COVID. I remember this week, two years ago, where it's like they started to discuss no fans at the games. Uh, mm. You know, could they possibly reschedule? Then I was like, uh-oh. And that was really scary for me because I had these division bets that were about to cash. And I was like, what the hell? I had Lakers That's why over it was scary. Lakers division. I had no idea what we were in for. Not so, hey, deadly virus going around. I mean, it was scary because I had future bets. <laughs> on the Raptors to win the Atlantic, um, which they ended these up cashing. These are red flags, by the way. If you're new to betting, these are red flags for betters. Which they ended up <laughs> cashing in like the middle of August. Finally, those were the longest sweats. It's funny. I had Lakers 7-1 to one to win the title from like a week before they traded for Davis that year. Mm -hmm. Had to be June of 2019, right after the finals ended. I didn't cash that son of a bitch. Can we swear on these podcasts? I never know if we can swear. You just did. You just. I did. didn't cash that ticket until October of 2020. That's the longest sweat. That was so satisfying. Where? What was my? Oh, my point was, hey, we survived no sports from what March of 2020 to end of July. So we can all get by with you know a month left of baseball. But hopefully, we got it back and we get it back soon. I do think we'll have baseball though. Yeah, I think I'm not as excited anyways because I know that the Dodgers are not necessarily in a good situation relative to how they've been in the last couple of years. So for me, maybe not as exciting. Uh, but oh, the Dodgers will be fine. Yeah, yeah. 
That said, March Madness, you were kind of prepping for this. So yeah. you love conference tournament time. We have some coming up this week. Is there anything that you're super excited about? Just all the games, the volume of games. I mean, <laughs> the NCAA tournament is fun. Obviously, it's it's a, it's a jump ball for me. What's more fun? The NCAA tournament. Those first four days are so good. I'd probably go with that. But conference tournament week, I mean, look at all the games we have this week. It's just, you know, if you're on the East Coast, you get games on in the afternoon during the day all the way up until midnight, 2 in the morning. It's just uh, – Boy, it's a lot of fun. Make sure those accounts are locked and loaded because there is plenty to bet on. So many great live opportunities. It's uh, it's just the best. I'm excited for it. Do you have any bets going on on Monday? I haven't cast mine yet, but I've done my kind of preliminary research here. So I think I know what, what I'm going to go with for tomorrow. What do you got? Well, so the WCC tournament obviously going on tomorrow. St. Mary's versus Santa Clara. St. Mary's a five-point favorite. I like St. Mary's here. I'm probably going to lay the five with them, which I don't do very often, but I think I'm going to do here. What's your, uh, the two what's games your reasoning? They're just better. I mean, they split They split the season uh, during the regular season, right? So St. Mary's won the first one by like eight. And then Santa Clara goes on and wins by six at home. Um, but I just think that the Gales are the better team, the more experienced team. Santa Clara is fine. They're not like a bad team by any stretch of the imagination. But St. Mary's is good enough to beat Gonzaga, at least. So a uh, smart enough coach here with Randy Bennett to kind of figure out how to shut down Chet Holmgren and kind of give Drew Timmy a tough time. And so I think that St. Mary's is going to be able to cover this uh, five. Not easily, but I think it's going to cover. I'm, I'm pretty confident What's... with it. And then also total is at 139. And I like an under here because even though both teams are kind of scoring slightly above their season averages as of late, like Santa Clara just lit up Portland, but it's Portland. Uh, so I think that we'll see like a tighter game here. And that's how St. Mary's is going to play this. So I think under 139 for this one as well. Does St. Mary's still play slow? I know they, they're typically, you know, they make a million yeah. passes. Is Del Vadova still on the team or that he's not there anymore, right? NBA. I know, I'm just kidding. I think he's out of the NBA now. I think he's playing overseas. Is he? Yeah. That's I remember he had like though. a half-court half shot to win a game. That had to be, boy, eight, nine years ago. Time is flying. Was that a WCC thing or something? I still haven't recovered from the Jalen Suggs half-quarter of last, oh, last March. Yeah, the bank was open late that night. That was a tough one. It was, that was a tough brutal. One. And they called a charge, right? You guys were up two with the ball, and they called a charge, and then Gonzaga yeah. tied it. Is that or, mm -hmm. Yeah, is that what it was? That was a tough one. I think that took a Gonzaga's lot. Gonzaga's also playing Monday versus USF. I was going to ask. I was going to get to that because that's uh, that's an interesting game. But yeah, that took a lot out of Gonzaga, I think, because Gonzaga just got run out of the gym against Baylor that Monday night for the championship. But uh, they play San Francisco. Do you think San Francisco's in the tournament? I watched them the other night. San Francisco's pretty good. Yeah, I like their coach. Their coach is very like analytics based. He likes. I mean, he's not going to have his team shooting a bunch of mid range shots. He plays a little bit more NBA style in that way. Um, and they figure if they put enough three-pointers up that it's going to win them some games, and they've been close with that. That said, Gonzaga beat them by 16 in both regular season games, and right now Gonzaga a 13-point favorite. I think they opened at 12, so obviously people grabbed that. Um, and total sitting at around 154. I think 154 sounds a little high for this game even. For these two teams. Like I said, high volume. And you know Gonzaga likes to push the ball, push the tempo. But I still think 154 sounds a bit high. Yeah, I'm tempted to take the points with San Francisco. But that's uh, that's not a pleasant experience betting against Gonzaga. It's almost like betting against Alabama in football where it's they, like you could be tied. You could be feeling good. You're getting all these points. And they hit you with it, like a 21-4 run before you can blink and, and you're out of it. Yeah, I, I remember they played, I think, last Thursday or something. San Fran was getting 10, 10 and a half at home. And. Just never kind of in the game. Gonzaga is just, just a machine on offense. 
Yeah, except for St. Mary's found a way to throw a wrench into the machine. So why can't another team, right? Yeah, you know what San Francisco is going to have to do? They're going to have to drink their cashew milk to get ready for this game. That's what they need to do. I can't believe you made me talk about my milk preferences. It's very private information, but here we are. Um, but again, more interesting than the Lakers, just to be clear. Gonzaga, how annoying have they been this season to bet, though? Because every single game, it seems, has been a double-digit favorite. And I don't ever want to lay double digits with the team. And they've covered an annoying amount of them, actually. Yeah, do you think this is the year they get it done? I, I thought it was last year. I'm kind of... I thought it was last year, yeah. too. Yeah. Who, who, If you had to pick right now a tournament champion, who would you pick? Life on the line. Gonzaga? Yeah. I, I picked them last year, too, and I was I was surprised. But then Baylor, like you said, like it wasn't even close. It wasn't even an entertaining championship game. Yeah, it started a few minutes. I never watch pregame, so I just try to time it. So, like, I, I, if, look, if I tune in, it's 2 nothing. I'd rather just not watch the pregames. I remember the first score I saw was, like, 7 nothing, 9 nothing Baylor, and it never made a run, never got close, usually. So you're never betting first team to score? I w never <laughs> say never. Never say never. But if, I have, if I'm not At into least that... Then I'm not watching. I'm not sitting there watching the pregames. I'm not doing it. I, I I'm I'm out on all the pregames. I don't I don't. You should start adding that to March Madness. I'm gonna start betting first team to score. It's got to be insane that right. I mean, we talk about it with football. It's like you can't bet that with football because you don't know who's gonna win the coin flip. But it's like at least in basketball, it's literally a toss up. Well, what I started to do is football. <laughs> you sit there on Twitter and you search whatever team name with coin toss, and sometimes you get it. You get the info right. info before they update it, and you can uh, – yeah, I mean, it's a hell of a way to live your life, but you can steal some bets that way for sure. Bet first quarter, bet first half, first team to score. That's uh, that's a way to steal some wins. Yeah, that's that's really intense what you're doing <laughs> to be able to – to... This is the life we choose. I guess to answer my own question, Arizona, who you've seen a lot of, man, they're good. It's yeah. really good. They Who is it? Um, who did they play on this, this past week? It was a Tuesday night. Oh, it was USC. I was kind of doing some other things. Smacked him. Every time I looked up, I thought it was a replay of the play before. I mean, they're throwing <laughs> touchdown passes. They're dunking alley-oops. I mean, they just – it looks like they're playing with seven or eight guys on the but court. But you know they're, why, right? Why is – oh, because their coach came they're from They're mad. Exactly. They're mad off of that Colorado loss, and they took it out yeah, on SC. that coach has done a good job for a first year. I mean, I guess he's a longtime oh, assistant with Gonzaga. And you know where they, he came from. Yeah, yeah he's a Zags exactly. guy. He's a Zags exactly. guy. That's so uh, that's why I call Arizona Gonzaga Junior. It's my favorite thing to call them. It's a compliment. <laughs> so you're so you're going you would go with Gonzaga right now. Who is it between them and them and who else? Who, like who would your who would your second team be? Honestly, I don't have I don't have a I don't have a close second okay. because I don't know how I I mean I know that again I know I'm saying that St. Mary's beat this Gonzaga team, but I don't know who has an answer for Chet Holmgren because he's not a normal big. And so he's just such a problem for pretty much any team. And I don't know who matches up well against that. Yeah. You think Holmgren will be good in the NBA? I'm curious if he's going to put weight on him. Mean, he's going to have to put some weight on. But once he puts if weight on If that's his I, biggest issue. Yeah. Come on. But you wonder, you, you know, you worry if he puts weight on, is that going to reduce some of his flex, you know, his mobility, some of his range? He's going to be a little a step slower because that's a big part of his game. But yeah, he's going to have to put on a little weight. I mean, that kid is thin, thin. My goodness. Well, hopefully it won't affect his perimeter shooting at least. And so, did you like? Did you enjoy uh, Coach K getting his ass beat last night in his last home game? Who didn't? Oh, man. Who didn't? There is a god. Isn't I feel there? terrible about it though, right? Like oh, too many no. people were excited about no, it. No, it was the best. Yeah, I mean, we need good things in the world to to all feel good about. We that heard about it all day. Oh, my it was god. like Coach K's last game. Coach K, like we know. 
there's Twitter. Sometimes it's just a Twitter's a great place to be. And at, last night after he lost, it was a great place to be. Somebody had a tweet that uh, Coach K announced that John Shire actually coached the game. So it wasn't Coach K's last home loss. It was John Shire's first home loss. Because No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> No, that was, exactly. that was fun. That was fun. And then he throws the team under the bus after the game. He goes on the microphone, and then Apologizes. he's like, by the way, what an embarrassing effort by those kids. I mean, my goodness. I don't even know them. I don't yeah. even know who coached oh these kids. Oh, my God. That's, that's yeah. a bad, that was a bad look. Yeah, if that's how you want to go out, I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah, Arizona, though. Arizona's been incredible. Unbelievable run. It's hard to imagine anybody else winning this Pac-12 tournament. I mean, obviously, Arizona, USC, and UCLA are all comfortable with the NCAA tournament bid. So is there an outside team that's going to try to, like, win out? Like, Oregon State was a shock last year. They won the Pac-12 tournament last year. They're obviously, again, oh kind of God, a dumpster fire this year. I didn't know how bad they were. They're, like, 3-25. I, I did a double yeah. take when I saw that record. Said, but, God. like, weirdly cover games sometimes against good opponents. Hey, that coach got his money, though. And he deserves it. I mean, he, they went to the Elite Eight. I mean, that's a, that's a stark turnaround, though, from the Elite Eight. And they played... Is that Houston they played? They played them pretty tough in the Elite Eight game. They're that mm. close to going to a Final Four. Then you turn around, you're 3-25. and 25. My goodness. And, and like you said, yeah. that was that was out of nowhere last year, that run uh, to the Pac-12 title. Because they weren't getting an at-large, I don't think. And to the Elite Eight. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Or so, Roberts like, is, a, the is there? Thing. Yeah, so is there a Pac-12 team that could sneak in that way? But, I, I mean, I talked again with Greg Peterson, who covers, all, I mean, bets on every college basketball game about this. And I just said, every time I tried to make a case for another Pac-12 team to win this Pac-12 tournament, I just found reasons for them to not win it, right? So it's like Colorado, yeah, they beat Arizona, but I don't think Arizona lets that happen again. But then even if they pull that off, they have to beat UCLA or USC. I think UCLA, probably. And I don't think they can beat either of those teams. And then you look at Oregon, they fell apart last week at the end of the season. Uh, oh, Washington State. bad. Oregon. Oh, my gosh. Awful. Awful. What happened? The wheels fell off. They're obsessed with getting in the NIT. I don't know what their obsession with the NIT is, but they are dying <laughs> to get in. My goodness. <laughs> Just want the invite. Just so they can reject it, but they want the invite. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very strange. But then Washington State, they finished the regular season with three straight wins. They beat Oregon 94-74 to on Saturday. Best Pac-12 record, by the way, for Washington State in 14 years. They are such a scrappy team. They're annoying because they played Washington recently, too, and they almost lost to that. Washington has been absolutely terrible, but... Washington State's defense is actually pretty solid, so I was trying to make a case for them there, but then they have to get by UCLA or USC again, and I just I don't see that happening. So there's no like super good value for me here. I guess USC is nine to one if you think they're gonna run the table here. I, I don't. Probably better um, off going game by game by game anyway. Would USC have to win what three games to win it or four? One, two, three, three. Yeah. And you're probably uh, better off just doing money line by money line. Yeah. Yeah, money over money. <laughs> yes. Explain. Yeah, some people don't like to do that, right? When does that um, start? It Wednesday? Funny. It starts Wednesday. Yeah. And then um, Thursday, UCLA will play the winner of, of obviously Wednesday's game and then USC as well. So we could see, in theory, UCLA versus USC in the quarterfinals. Are you going to Vegas for it? I wish. I wish I was. Vegas, I am not th sure. That's the best time to be in Vegas. Conference title week. Like I said, all the games. Yeah. Uh, they have a bunch of the games there, the tournaments there. I don't if know. The could... first four days is pretty great, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's great, too, because of the weather. It's not like a million degrees. That's the one time of the year. Like March, sometimes early September, like the fall. Uh, that's just the best time of the year is uh, March Madness for, for Vegas. It's just it's so good. Yeah. I agree with you. But I've been to this tournament 
uh, on the court. And so now I just feel like, what's the point, right? Oh, I mean, you're too good for it now. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, what me and my cash belt. What years we were you at UCLA? I finished in 2015. Yeah. So you were there four, three years or four years? Three, because I was a transfer. So okay. I didn't. Yeah. So I was there like two and a half. So that's what? Zach because I did a super senior year. Zach Levine teams. Mm, yeah. Bryce Alford, Norman Powell, uh, Kyle. Um, not Lowry, but who am I thinking of from the Spurs? Or no, no longer on the Spurs, maybe Anderson. Memphis. Either way. They Anderson, thank you. Slow-mo. Yeah, slow-mo. Slow-mo, yeah. They made so a Sweet yeah, 16 one of those era. years, right? 14 or, I think 14. Yeah, Sweet 16, but it was the Steve Alford year, so I just missed Cronin, and that was just such a shame because I was never a big Alford fan. I don't know who is. Is it what? Uh, he had some, he's had issues in the past, right? I'm trying to think of what. He's just not likable, too. He's not likable. I mean, okay. Mick's, Mick's done such a better job. He's such a better fit. So that's the good news. It's funny, too, because Mick gave, was given such a hard time by fans in some ways only because he was 0-5 against USC up until Saturday, of course. Yeah, that was uh, – I, I watched the end, of the end of that game last night. It took forever, and there were some uh, you know, missed free throws, and then there were some spread dramas. <laughs> Hopefully he got the 7.5. I think USC missed a layup at the buzzer, really. Uh, and Johnny Juzang missed two free throws. Yeah, one and ones too. Boy, that was a degenerate, uh, degenerate special sitting there at twelve thirty on a Saturday night watching these guys miss one and ones, and they hate reviews. These reviews in college, <laughs> NBA, enough with the reviews. My God, get the call right or don't. If you can, if you can't tell in thirty seconds what the call is, move on. We'll all live with it. My goodness, they they go on and on. I was watching. I think it was Lakers Clippers last Friday night. They had like a ten or twelve minute review. Remember that when LeBron's foot was on the line? Was it not on the line? They looked at oh, it for a geez. good 12 minutes. It's like, we got things. That, let's move on with this enough. It, it, The call was right or it wasn't right. It's, we're not investigating a murder scene here. Let's go. I have four grocery stores to get to. I don't have time yes. for this. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So final, final thoughts here. Any bets that you've already looked at or anything that you're looking to bet this week that you're excited about or even Monday? Well, you're putting me on the spot. I just had... Uh, game uh, a weekend where i bet hundreds of you didn't games. know you're coming on the show with me i had no idea <laughs> yeah you just kind of got me uh let me let me come up with something i don't want the audience to feel empty-handed here anything uh, you have fine. You... I'll, I'll give you a second no, uh i just i really i'm really interested in the saint mary santa clara game because i do think that this is good value on saint mary's and i'm just beating this drum so hard now that watch this not cover at all just like i had was so confident that my clippers bet was going to cover as well and then they just shot like hot garbage on sunday night but that said saint mary's the better team here versus santa clara so i think that you can find good value there now the wcc is annoying similar to the pac-12 in that uh, these top four teams are pretty much the best of the best and now we're really dealing with it could go either way on some of these especially it, it makes sense that you would want to look even at usf for plus 13 i understand but that's why i don't even touch these double digit spreads especially in like when it comes to conference time you already wow it's already up to five and a half st mary's and santa clara so you're moving lines Dang. over there yeah you're moving lines Dang. i'll take the 13 with san francisco yeah, I'll take the thirteen with San Francisco. I think they'll give them a game. I'm tempted to, to lay a Gonzaga just so we have like a little oppo action okay. going on. Okay, and that's what I'll do. I it. Got, this is the early game tomorrow, boy. That's an eleven. That's the only fun Eastern way to bet this. Yeah. I don't want to lay thirteen with Gonzaga unless I'm doing it because you are taking okay. thirteen with USF. Okay, okay, let's do that. We'll that's bet, fun. We'll bet a cashew milk. <laughs> a cashew milk over it. You couldn't afford it. A, a medium thickness um, cashew milk. <laughs> it's okay. 
I can't even get into milk thickness with you right now. Explain what all the different milks are for. We don't have time. We're out. We're out of time, frankly, um, and it's too bad because I could really go off on this stuff. Next for a while. episode, we'll te- it'll be a tease for the audience. I don't know if it's a tease they have any interest in, but it's definitely a tease. <laughs> Uh, the tease is that we're going to do another crossover soon because yes. it's March Madness and I, it doesn't sound like we're excited. I think it's because I'm really tired at Sunday night, but um, I'm very excited. If we have no baseball, pl- uh, trust me, we're going to be doing plenty of podcasts on milk thickness, all sorts of your grocery stores. I, we're WNBA, gonna, we're baby. Gonna we're going to get you into it. Stuff. We're going to get, yeah, we're going to really have to d- dive deep if there's no <laughs> baseball, trust me. To the niche markets. Yes. Uh, well, thank you again to Will Hill. We're going right, to reintroduce him. New York City cast, and then, of course, Danielle Avari with the LA City cast. So there you have it. Thanks again to Will Hill from the New York City cast for joining the show. You can find him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. You can always find me on Twitter at Danielle Avari. Pretty straightforward. And remember, new shows three times a week here on the Los Angeles City cast, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, so come on back on Wednesday for more action right here on the Los Angeles City cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Looking for a hot tip to bet on? Check out the new match tips at Bet River Sportsbook. The new tips feature gives you special insights on player props and match bets for the top tips of the day. Go to Bet Rivers before the game, find your match, and tap the tips icon to see independent research on recent team and player performance. Bet with confidence. Visit the Bet Rivers mobile app or go to betrivers.com and get the top tips of the day. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Playable only in states where Bet Rivers is licensed and in New Jersey at Play Sugar House. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.